<laughs> Mosley and Simcox back up, back together. I'm back from my West Coast journey, and uh, great to be back with Stephen. We got basketball on today, Stephen. I got to say, uh, the pandemic or whatever the bubble that they've used, and it's knocked out one team, but for the most part, everything's gone pretty well for the NCAA basketball tournament. I Starting it on Friday, I was wondering what that was going to be like. But then getting pushed back and having basketball today, followed by next week, you know, this coming weekend, we'll have basketball Saturday, um, Sunday, like Monday and Tuesday for the Sweet 16. I'm kind of liking it. I'm kind of liking it. Um, I I just, I, I really like what's going on. Stephen, I just think it's kind of fun to uh, you push it back one day, and it kind of gives you more basketball into the week. It's always a little bit of a letdown when you have basketball Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that Monday was always kind of like, "Ooh, oh man, I miss this stuff." Now we have ball. We have we can watch hoops all day today and into late into the night, mm-hmm. and then we have the rest of the week to kind of get ready. Stephen, I'm I'm liking this. I'm thinking the NCAA may have stumbled upon something here. I do enjoy the Monday afternoon basketball, uh, and we got a game going on right now that Oregon is, is all over Iowa, eighty-nine to sixty-eight. That's uh, another upset by seeding, at least a seven over a two. If this holds, five minutes to go. But uh, no, you're right. I was kind of bummed because I, I really loved the first Thursday of the tournament. Like that's just always a good sort of uh, ramp up into uh, what is March Madness. But it worked out with Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then more basketball on Monday. And it feels like you don't have to wait, even though it's not really a difference in the amount of days. Maybe it's just like a perception thing. It doesn't really feel like you have to wait as long with more games yeah. coming up on on Saturday again. So uh, they they might have stumbled upon something with this format change. I, I'm I'm liking it as well. I, I'm loving it, <clears throat> Stephen. I'm sorry. Apologize, folks. Uh, I have come back from the the ocean, the West Coast, with uh, some kind of deal. I don't. I've got uh, both doses of uh, COVID vaccine in my system, so I don't think it's COVID. But I've, for the first time in like a year and a half, I've got some kind of sinus infection. So every once in a while, my voice will fade out on me. It is funny, Stephen. I'm about a minute behind you, so I'm. It's just now 89.68 for me. But Oregon is just putting it on <laughs> two seed Iowa, the Big Ten. The ACC and the Big 12 thought of as the best conferences. Big 10 was thought of the best conference this year, followed by the Big 12. And everybody's checking out early on this thing. Big 12 got destroyed yesterday except for Baylor. Baylor against Wisconsin had a great day, lots of dunks, lots of fun. But this Oregon team, a seven-seed most of us don't spend a lot of the year watching a ton of Pac-12 basketball. I love college basketball. I can't say that I could tell you, oh, Oregon, UCLA, USC. The only reason I know USC is because they do have <clears throat> one monster NBA-type candidate uh, in Evan Mobley. But for the most part, we don't know the Pac-12 that well. And they've shown up and they've showed out in this, uh, they've shown out in this, big, in this uh, NCAA tournament. They're just killing it. They're just taking it to Iowa. It's dunk after dunk. And, Stephen, if you just if you just looked at the stats, you would go, man, Luca Garza, 
he this guy's going off. I'm watching him hit threes, and he's tried desperately to keep his team in this game. Luca Garza has 36 points in this game. He's the seven foot center for Iowa, that is probably going to be the AP uh, Player of the Year in college basketball. He's awesome. He's awesome, and he's got 36 in this game, and they're down by 14. Okay, <laughs> yeah. they're down by 14 to, to uh, Oregon team that just dunks everything. Mm-hmm. Every Stephen. You've been watching this game, too. You're ahead of me. I'm at 93-77. It's a timeout, so we're probably at about the same place now. But I Oregon's just dunking on them every possession. This yep. is this is Dunk City, and the only thing we have this compared to, this Oregon team that we've seen, is kind of what Baylor did to the Big Ten yesterday. That was a Dunk City vital. Stephen, do you, is, is there any better-looking play than the one-handed alley-oop? The uh, no, th- probably that, not. Yeah, that that was the that was the uh, our old buddy Meyer with kind of a kind of a nonchalant toss and the and the um, and the vital gather it with one hand and punch it. I thought that was a sweet run, but I mean, I Stephen Oregon and Baylor. Not only do they have the kind of the colors that are similar, they they seem to play a similar style of basketball. They do. Yeah, Oregon's getting up and down the floor. They've hit a lot of threes today as well. And uh, one interesting thing I learned from Fran Fraschilla in this game, I didn't know this, but Will Richardson, who's having a nice day for Florida, he's got 19 points today. He's averaging 11 points on the season. Oregon. Uh, Yeah, apparently um, he played high school ball with uh, Davion Mitchell in Hinesville, Georgia. So they were like the backcourt there for that team. So that seems like a pretty salty high school backcourt in Georgia that was working together. But Oregon looks good, and um, yeah, this Iowa team is not playing a lot of defense, and uh, Pac-12 is all over it right now. Uh, that The conference as a whole, I think even during basketball season, kind of got forgotten with COVID-19 and how they were obviously very strict about it. But uh, once this tournament rolled around, they played great. And how much do you think, because Oregon was the team – that got the extra day because they didn't have to play VCU. VCU um, had to bow out due to protocols. You know, I, I don't think this changes the result because they're just whooping up on Iowa, but I do wonder how fresh this Oregon team is coming in without having to play 40 minutes on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, <clears throat> Stephen, that's a great point. Uh, Oregon getting to sit out. Sometimes you go rest or rust. What does more for you? It looks this was an incredibly fresh team, and they came to play. And uh, I'm just I'm proud that, that the uh, the Bears came out yesterday and were ready to go. I mean, I, I really was, and that was uh, that. Yeah, and and Stephen, I was a little bit mad at myself for not being there simply because that looked like a cool field house. I like that sun shining in. That thing was built in 1920. It's been renovated a few times. And they've they've made more seating in there, so I think it now holds fourteen fifteen thousand folks. But Hinkle Fieldhouse is a famous old gymnasium in Indiana. I love those old facilities, and you could see that light shining in there. Stephen, I'm a little bit concerned. The Bears will now advance to play uh, Villanova, a great team. Although they're missing their best player in Gillespie, who's been out for a couple of weeks now. Boy, they look good against North Texas. But, Stephen, that thing's going to be 4.15 Central Time on Saturday against Villanova. And, <clears throat> Stephen, I'm, I'm, I'm a little – that glare, that sun coming through those uh, 
those windows, that worries me a little bit. I don't like the glare. I, I love the way that, that gymnasium, that field house looks. Hinkle Field House. I think it used to be called Butler Field House. Some point, maybe one of the renovations, somebody named Hinkle either paid for it or or maybe that's some kind of famous person, um, uh, famous, uh, you know, in, in Butler lore. But Butler's become a great program. And interestingly, that is where um, Scott Drew went to school. And he was like a student uh, manager there on the team at Butler, played tennis there, played some varsity tennis at Butler. But uh, so he knows a little bit about that arena. Stephen, am I am I worrying too much? Should I be worried about the sun shining in those windows <laughs> well, at four fifteen? You know, I'll tell you. I think it'll be okay, just because we we saw yesterday before the game, Macy Oteague just reading the inner game of tennis, which is uh, you know apparently more about the mental side of sports before that matchup with Wisconsin. Um, I, I feel like this team is locked in. It seems like they're embracing sports psychology you, you got Teague just reading in the bleachers before the game um I feel like this group's gonna be able to to fight through that adversity but that is an, an interesting aspect I hadn't really considered the uh the sun coming in almost like it used yeah. to in Cowboys Stadium in the afternoons yeah it still does that there, there's some sun that can come in about five o'clock in the afternoon and and on you know, a three o'clock game and be worrisome to the Cowboys in that end zone, you're totally right. It's a good comparison. I worry a little bit about that, and I worry about that inner game of tennis. I was going to go out and get that book, but, Stephen, that Maceo did not have one of his better games yesterday. He had been on a roll and had led Baylor in scoring for like four games in a row, and then it didn't work for him. So I, I want him to be reading a different book. I want him to change it up <laughs> before that next game. Get away from the I, mental side I, of the game, Maceo. Let's, let's, not, let's not focus on that part of it. I did kind of get a laugh. That guy, Big Cat, they call him. You know, he's a big Wisconsin fan. I feel like he's a fan of anybody just so he could, like, drink beer and mm-hmm. and uh, and do, you know, do crazy things on, on uh, online. But I've been on that show before. Part, what do you call that, Stephen? Uh, pardon, pardon My Take. PMT, Pardon My Take. And the Big Cat was texting yesterday or tweeting yesterday about that uh, – <laughs> the. The Maceo Teague, and he said it had a very, I'm reading a book, put me on TV, I'm reading a book vibe, or something <laughs> like that. Thought Maceo might be aware please, where the camera was. Please yeah, see please me. Please ask me about this book that I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, there's there's no fans, there's nobody in the bubble, so uh, put that image out there. And But I think Maceo, I think Maceo is a true avid reader. I, I'm going to push back a little bit on on boss on barstool big cats joke on twitter <laughs> i kind of that joke was kind of funny and then david k baylor sid responded to it said hey hey this is uh looks almost photoshop but he really reads these things before games and and then he said that uh i guess dana jacobson who was doing the game asked about it and dana famously a few years ago the bears she was the sideline announcer and they messed up her hair or something because it was like a, a tribute to Craig Sager. And so they couldn't do it. It was distanced. I don't know if you saw this, Stephen, but uh, they, they, they asked Dana to mess up her own hair. And uh, Scott had a little fun with it. So anyway, just a lot of, lot of fun, a lot of yucks. 
there in the bubble. Shows you how nice then, Scott Drew is that he would ask somebody to do that, and they'd just be like, okay, yeah, let's yeah. let's go ahead and do that on live television. Scott Scott was like, I can't do it with my hair. I don't have hair. Scott, he's got plenty of hair. He's fine. He's 50, though. Scott is a grown man now. He's 50 years old. Um, it is Mosley and Simcox. We'll keep you updated on uh, uh, during our show today. There will be tip-off between Oklahoma and Gonzaga. The uh, Oregon has just run the Hawkeyes off the court. Hawkeyes were trying to make some inroads there, but uh, couldn't quite do it. Garza, Luca Garza had 36 last time I checked. He was hitting some threes, but uh, it, it, it just didn't work. The Oregon kids came out fresh, dunked all over them. Unfair? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, that's a great point that Stephen made. They were the team that was supposed to play VCU, and then VCU <clears throat> was knocked out of the tournament because of COVID cases, and they, and they sent them on home. It was a devastating deal to them. All right, Stephen, we will talk more about the women. Let's get everybody caught up, though. The women will play again. Stephen, that game is going to be um, at St. Mary's University in San Antonio, uh, and that'll be interesting. That's I think it's called Grehe, uh Arena. That that's an old uh, St. Mary's is a cool old campus there in San Antonio. I think it's kind of downtown, not too far away from the Riverwalk, if I remember correctly. Love St. Mary's, and love that university. They even have a law school down there. I remember St. Mary's, and so Baylor will play. Stephen, that game's going to be at uh, uh, six o'clock on ESPN two against Virginia Tech, the seven seed. The Baylor the Baylor Lady Bears, the two seed versus the seven seeded uh Virginia Tech folks, the Hokies, I believe we call them. Uh Steven, is that do I have all that information correct? Tom Barfield, I'll, I you know, the program director, if I misspeak on anything, <laughs> I get called in. And a lot of times uh but but Steven, does that all the information that I just conveyed, does that sound right? Yeah, ESPN2 Television and then right. 92.9 Shooter FM on radio. Lady Bears mm. and Virginia Tech coming your way. Uh, pre-game for radio at 5.30 and uh, ESPN2 at 6 o'clock. So you can stream it, too, online. And then if you want to sync that up with uh, your TV broadcast and hear Bruce and Maggie do the game instead of the, the national crew, that's a that's a fun oh, way to roll. yeah, Maggie Stennett. I like that. I like, boy, she, she was a great player. And uh, and Bruce gets all fired up. Love that combo. That'll be great. Uh, shooter. And then, like, during timeouts and everything, um, during breaks, we will play George Strait. You'll get some good country music. That'll be great. Lady Bears on shooter on uh, in that game. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. All right. And, uh, and of course, we'll continue to have reports all week and then, J-Mo back in the bubble. He'll be back in the bubble to call that game this weekend for the Baylor, uh, the Baylor Bears. So that's, this, is, this is so fun to uh, experience all this. And uh, I was experiencing it from the West Coast. It's kind of fun, Stephen. Those games like the 11.30 games on that first day on Friday, it was starting at 9.30 for me. So I'm, I'm just waking up. I'm waking up to, to hoops everywhere. And then I went into Newport Beach, tried to get some hoops in there. And uh, so it was a lot of fun to kind of monitor all of that uh, as the uh, as the uh, weekend was unfolding. All right, let's get you caught up. Uh, the Cowboys have made a move. We're going to talk about that. And then the rest of the tournament. Um, rough times for the Big 12. We'll talk about the horns 
and we'll talk about the Church of Christ kids, Abilene Christian, with one of the greatest wins in school history, had to be the greatest in school history, and then the Mean Green. we got some Mean Green graduates out there in our audience. We'll talk about the Mean Green. Great, great win on Friday, and then, um, and then a tough one last night. We discuss it all next. From all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a muggy day today with highs around 69 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Isolated showers are possible in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly cloudy tonight with an 80% chance of rain before midnight. Temperatures will drop down to around 52 degrees. Tuesday will be warmer with highs in the lower to mid 70s and mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on game time. Hey, Josh, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Can you identify a weakness with this program? No, there's no weakness. They, and, and their ability, they're like another one of those teams that is able to address whatever type of game they're playing, whatever type of team they're playing, and they can find a way to win. They beat teams like Texas. They beat teams, you know, uh, like in Kansas, you know, low-scoring teams, high-scoring teams, all over the map. And Baylor's always found ways to get the job done. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Networks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. Just coming off Heart Health Month, man, it's so important during this COVID. People with heart issues really experience some trouble. Let's get ahead of this. American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Studies show that omega-3 fatty acids can decrease your risk of heart disease and heart attack. And if you're not getting enough of that fish in your diet, Add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. Cooper Complete Supplements backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. He just turned 90, okay? Dr. Cooper lives what he preaches. 10% off your purchase of, of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping. Of any purchase of $60 or more, here's how you do it. 
take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz at coopervitaminquiz.com. All right, do this for us, coopervitaminquiz.com. All right, support your health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Number one seed Baylor kept answering everything Wisconsin had and got the win 76-63. The Bears will head to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2017 and will face fifth-seeded Villanova in the South Region semifinals at 415 on Saturday. Lady Bears get an easy win in the opening round of the NCAA tournament over Jackson State, 101-52. Lady Bears have Virginia Tech next tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Baylor baseball got the win yesterday over Texas 11-2 after dropping the first two games of the series over the weekend. Bears are now 1-2 in conference play. UMHB pulled away from Louisiana College at home on Saturday, winning 65-20. The crew will head to Abilene on Saturday for the ASC championship game against Hardin-Simmons. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is George Whoa. Hamilton. Well, George Hamilton was an actor. This must be a different trying to George Hamilton. I don't really remember his work. Ooh, that is beautiful. I like it. I gotta I gotta listen to a little George Hamilton. Um, there he is, singing about Abilene, Abilene Christian. I was out for a walk with my wife yesterday, and uh, Stephen, uh, the uh, there was a uh, we, we ran into a couple there in the neighborhood, and, boy, she had a purple sweatshirt. May not had it out in a while, but uh, it had huge lettering, A-C-U. A-C-U. Abilene Christian with the big win the other night over the University of Texas. And, Stephen, that, is, uh, that, that, that was uh, Saturday and uh, Saturday night. Late night after dark, horns uh, go out there. That was a horrible look as far as shot making. That score was 28-23 at halftime. The horns were on top. And uh, I thought they were going to get it done. I just didn't think ACU had enough uh, on offense to do anything. And, boy, the, the second half, the ACU, they, they put, they just put the horns in a headlock. And the, and the guards couldn't get it going. They have these guys that can jump out of the gym. They have Kai Jones. They have Jericho Sims. And it just didn't work. And they missed a million shots. And they go out there and they get beat by ACU. And I love the celebration. Those kids were going crazy. And, boy, these church schools, Stephen, ACU for the Church of Christ, Oral Roberts, kind of a charismatic named after an old televangelist who started that thing back in 1963 and uh, boy, prayed 
said that if he couldn't get couldn't raise the money for some kind of prayer tower, God was going to strike him down. And uh, that that is ORU. That is Oral Roberts. But they have found a way to advance to the Sweet 16, led by a former Scott Drew assistant named Paul Mills. Really, really fun stuff. Or uh, so Oral Roberts goes to the Sweet 16, and now uh, today at 4:15 Central Time, that'll be during uh, game time with Tom Barfield. Abilene Christian plays UCLA. So one of the great all-time programs, John Wooden won all those national titles there. One of the Blue Bloods of college basketball will play Abilene Christian. You've got to love it, Stephen. This team was not even in the in, in the D1 until like the 2012-13 season. You're not even eligible. It takes you four years to become eligible for the, uh, for the NCAA tournament. And here come the Abilene Christian kids. Fun coach, fun team, and now they'll try to get to the Sweet 16, that game on TBS at 415. So, uh, Stephen, I, you know, I would say on the Texas part of things that Shaka, all the goodwill he had built up and he won that NCAA, uh, I mean, he, he, got, he, he won the, uh, the Big 12 tournament, and that had a little bit of an asterisk on it because um, one of the teams was knocked out, Kansas, because of uh, COVID protocols. But Stephen, that was that 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 was really bad. And I just I just feel like I feel like that uh, that that Shaka is almost back to square one, mm-hmm. and will start next year on the hot seat. Really bad look for UT. But great win for the kids from Abilene Christian, a, a, a group that uh, Steve and I, uh, I made some, I said something on Twitter about, I thought you would like it. I, I said some, I had a tweet and I just said, they, these kids may not, may not like contemporary worship, <laughs> but Lord knows they play defense. I did see that. That was a good, that was a good joke. I, I got a kick out of that one. And yeah, Abilene Christian is amazing. If you told me they were going to shoot 29% from the field and find a way to beat Texas, I would have thought that was uh, that was a lie. But that's what they did. They played incredible defense all night long, hounded UT, forced turnovers, and just hung around, hung around long enough, held on to that lead. Uh, Texas got it back late, but they, they force a, a foul or get a foul call to hit those free throws. So incredible win for, for Joe Golding's crew um and just a a great moment for acu and man oral roberts that that team is incredible because they finished fourth in the summit conference i didn't realize that until they won yesterday somebody mentioned it i looked it up they're behind like south dakota south dakota state and north dakota state uh but they won that tournament and they looked like the better team against ohio state uh you know florida had them down by seven looked like they were going to be done and they came back and won so um, really great runs by both of those teams. And the Pac-12 looks great right now. Uh, I know UCLA has, has won two games because they won that play, playing game against Michigan State. So they have a good rhythm going. But Are they 7-0 with this with this win Iowa just had? Yes. Oh, excuse or me, Oregon. Iowa just lost to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the win that Oregon just had. Are yep. they 7-0? That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't lost yet. Bill Walton's conference just punking people. Uh, but all, all, all that said, I, I just think the way 
if ACU can make it a slog like they did against Texas and kind of hang around, then obviously they have a chance. It's going to be a tall task. But regardless, I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime moment for that program as a as a 14 seed taking down a three. Um, so they, they can play, obviously, as they did the other night with, with no pressure on them for sure. Yeah, and boy, with Oral Roberts, they, they've got a guy named, and it's a funny, his spelling is like A-B-A-M-A-S, but it's Asmus is how you say it. That dude led in the NCAA in scoring, so he's a monster. And then they got a guy named like uh, Obinar or something like that, Abinar. He, he's, a, he's a really good player, too. They got two guys that can just go off on you. And Florida had a lead late and just... I, one of their grads is a friend of mine, and we've had him on the air, Stephen. He's the voice of the Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein. Chuck gets so mad, and he called his own coach. I guess, is it Hopkins, Mike Hopkins? He called him like a mid-major coach and just just killed him. He just said the coach ends up with no timeouts with two minutes left. <laughs> he, was just, he was just annihilating his own coach. But we get mad, us graduates. I think no, I would never. I, I think would Chuck never get mad of, at Scott Drew. <laughs> I think Chuck kind of enjoys when his team loses because he he, so. he was ready to throw in the towel when they, uh, you know, when Virginia Tech hit a buzzer beater in round one to send it to overtime. He was complaining about how Florida always collapses and they're terrible, uh, and then he he reversed course when they won. But I, I feel like he kind yeah. of enjoys this curmudgeon role of. Of being a Florida basketball he, he, fan. He tweeted that he hates his alma mater. And he came back and said, I love my alma mater. All right, Stephen, this is a tweet that did well. I thought my contemporary worship, it's more of a niche audience for people like us that grew up very religious and uh, still are to some extent. I mean, we, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist. You did too. We've kind of, uh, we've kind of maybe gotten a little more moderate in some of our takes, but that's okay. Uh, Listen to this, Stephen. This was my tweet, though. This one, this one did pretty well. I said, Shaka had at least three NBA players on his roster. ACU has at least three players headed to seminary. <laughs> <laughs> People like that one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Longhorns. Come on now. Come on. Greg Brown might uh, want to look into <laughs> seminary, too. I don't know. The NBA is, is not looking great right now. What is wrong with Greg Brown? Did he even play the other night? I mean, it feels like they don't Hardly, play him. Hardly, yeah. They don't play him much. He wasn't super effective. Um, it's weird. I mean, he's supposed to be like He's supposed to be the guy. Great. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on with Shaka. And then it, to, to make matters worse, their longtime coach, who did a good job there, but finally got stale and they fired him. And he did pretty well at Tennessee. Tennessee got bounced in the first round. I think they were a five seed and uh, got taken down by a 12 seed. So all these church schools doing pretty well. Baylor's one of them, ACU, Oral Roberts. Hey, holler at us, by the way. Uh, let us know how your brackets are doing. Always love to hear. I'm sure, I mean, the Illini loss, Illinois's, uh, Illinois losing just absolutely blew up a lot of brackets. Iowa, a two seed losing, um, is not going to do well for a lot of brackets. Tell us on the on the our uh, text line. Our CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. How are your brackets doing? Are you are you hanging in there? Did you have, what was the the 15 seed early? That was huge. That was, that yeah, was, that was Oral Roberts over Ohio Oral State. Oral Roberts taking down Ohio State. I think that messed up a lot. I like that Ohio State coach. Kind of felt bad for him. But uh, 15 seed 
hasn't won since 2016. Stephen, I think that 15 seed back then was Florida Gulf Coast, wasn't it? Wasn't that Dunk City? Uh, the yes. Florida Gulf Coast Dunkers. Yeah. They they beat Georgetown in round one. Can't remember who they beat in round two, but they made the Sweet 16. I'll tell you who's doing well in a bracket challenge right now um, in, in our UNR group, which is over on Fox, uh, Parker Mosley. Man, she's in like the 90th percentile of brackets um, across the nation right now. Are you kidding me? Like, I see, I thought she 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 entered with some of her friends. Are you saying you saying you can see her on the UNR bracket? Yeah, she's got like three hundred points. Oh my gosh! I showed you she's going to go crazy. She's been grabbing my phone to check how she's doing. Wow, that is cool. So that somehow that is very interesting. I see. I didn't exactly. Somehow, Stephen, when she logged in <clears throat> that Thursday night, <clears throat> and we were trying to get all that taken care of, it came up as Simcox. Oh, yeah. I think what happened, is, I think why I can see it, maybe she's not in that group. I feel like maybe since you use my ESPN Plus from time to time, <laughs> when she created the bracket, it was under my name. So it's her bracket, but it's just like under my profile on ESPN. Oh, that's great. That's great. Keep, keep me up to date. Is that, I hope, what if she wins it all? Is it going to be some problem that we used your... Oh, no, it's okay. You'll, <laughs> it's okay. you'll take half the cut. I like that. <laughs> Steven will take like half the cut. Wow, she's in the 90th percentile, my daughter? Yeah, she's in the 90th percentile of uh, this bracket challenge on ESPN, which, of course, that's you know across the nation. Well, when one of these teams lost recently, oh, when Texas went down to ACU, her buddy Aiden... Uh, Aiden Delgado, it knocked him out. It, and I like how, you know, Stephen, you know how it reports how everybody in your little group's doing? Mm -hmm. And and it just, it, what I like about how they update it, it just took his pick, which was Texas. And, you know, he had Texas winning it all, I think. And it just put a big X over it. <laughs> you know how it does that? Yeah, like the red, <laughs> yeah. It's always oh, a deflating man. feeling when you just see red all across all across your bracket. Now, I'm in neighbor Ted's bracket. We may have to get neighbor Ted on. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He'll be out for me because I haven't given him my 20 bucks yet. Oh, geez. You know how people are, Stephen. They're like, Venmo me or Zell me or whatever that is. I, I don't do either one of those things. So I'm always the guy like, hey, can I just give you cash? Everybody else is like already Venmoed and Zelled and all that stuff. Golly, Stephen. I'm still, I mean, I barely have figured out PayPal. And then there, suddenly there's like 10 other things you can do. Zelle, whatever else it is, there's like 10 other th ways you can do it. And I, I don't understand any of them. All right, we are, uh, we're rolling here. Um, we got the start of the Oklahoma-Gonzaga game. We'll get you caught up on everything. And we also have a, uh, I want to I comment, Stephen, next on the women's game. What they did yesterday, and our friend who was on the other day with us, Moon Urson <clears throat> with one of her biggest games of the of her career. That is all next. Lady Bear basketball from the NCAA tournament. With a win over Jackson State, the second-seeded Lady Bears advance to the second round of the NCAA tournament and a matchup with Virginia Tech coming up on Tuesday. Join Maggie Davis-Danette and the voice of the Lady Bears, Bruce Geetson, for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. All right, March is Ram Truck Month on all new trucks at Allen Samuels out there, 201 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas. Love going out to the lot. Ted Teague has done such a great job. I mean, starting last March during this pandemic, they just did everything the right way, kept everybody safe out there, and then uh, got got everybody into uh, their, that, that parts. And, and then the service area is unbelievable, over 50,000 square feet uh, in, in the space that you can go out there. And they're so uh, – the hospitality out there is amazing. They do an incredible job. Ram is a three-peat motor trend truck of the year, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. This truck's built to serve you. Perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for. Check out the new Ram 1500, 2500, or the big 3500, the top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. I, when I was out there one time, I said, Ted, what, why is the Ram truck? What separates it? And first thing he said was just comfort. Just, just being in the truck, you just have so much comfort. And I would have to say all those things, the blind spot monitoring, high strength still frame, and the multifunction tailgate, heavy-duty payload, they really came through. Those Dodge trucks in the uh, recent uh, ice storm re- did very, very well. Also, it's the Jeep celebration event. See the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep built to be tough as nails. I got that Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee. It's a 2018 Love it. I mean, just the thing handles extremely well. I love those new ones. Love those 2021s as well. Jeep, when you need a great SUV that fits your lifestyle. It is Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? 
to pick up outfitters we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco. We're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Number one seed Baylor kept answering everything Wisconsin had and got the win 76-63. The Bears will head to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2017 and will face fifth-seeded Villanova in the South Region semifinals at 4:15 on Saturday. Lady Bears get an easy win in the opening round of the NCAA tournament over Jackson State, 101-52. Lady Bears have Virginia Tech next tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Baylor baseball got the win yesterday over Texas 11-2 after dropping the first two games of the series over the weekend. Bears are now 1-2 in conference play. UMHB pulled away from Louisiana College at home on Saturday, winning 65-20. The crew will head to Abilene on Saturday for the ASC championship game against Hardin-Simmons. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Oh, we are here. Mosley and Simcox. And uh, we are sponsored by Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Stephen, they love you. They, they really do. I love uh, the cre- how creative they are. Great bankers. One, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, a loan officer at Central National Bank, Caitlin Rimson, was recently spotlighted, Stephen, as part of the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce's 40 Under 40 honorees. And her husband, Brian, also a 40 Under 40 honoree this year. Boy, both... Uh, Big-time Baylor sports fans. Uh, she's a uh, – Caitlin's vice president at the bank. Also the president, Stephen, of the Junior League of Waco. Guess who was president of the Junior League of Dallas at one point? Meredith Mosley. Meredith Mosley, My yeah. wife, yes. So they're, they're uh, sisters in that uh, regard. Now, I think Caitlin, I understand, was a pie-fi. My wife was a tridelt at Baylor, but that's okay. The pie-fies and tridelts do like each other. But uh, Caitlin Rimson. 40 under 40. Stephen, that's an honor that I can't get anymore. I don't know if I was ever <laughs> eligible. You could still get that. All right. And, uh, but she was featured also in conjunction with Women's History Month by Act Locally, which is a well-known local blog in Central Texas that promotes community news. Caitlin Rimson. That's big time right there. 40 under 40 for Caitlin and imagine getting that the same year as your husband. I mean, that's pretty, how cool is that? That's a power couple right there in Central Texas, Caitlin and Brian. And uh, we just want to uh, pay tribute to them and congratulate them. Stephen, you know who else was a 40 under 40 just a couple of years ago? He may be starting to push 40 a little bit. I mean, he looks very young, but at some point he is going to sneak up on 40. Brian Fonville. Executive VP over there at Central National Bank, Stephen. Wow. I don't know. Did Nesbitt ever win that? <laughs> All right, we won't get into that. 
All right, it is uh, Mosley and Simcox rolling through a uh, a Monday, an exciting Monday. Stephen, bring us up to date on the scores. Okay, ooh, ooh, okay, I like this, Stephen. I actually, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take all the, like, I get excited about these scores. Now, we know Iowa uh, got beat by Oregon. Oregon just ran them off the court. It's like, Luca Garza, we know you're awesome. Go ahead and get your, like, 38 points. Go ahead, buddy. We're just going to run around everybody else and dunk on everybody. All these corn-fed kids, we, we're just going to jump right over them. And, uh, Stephen, sometimes sometimes the wise camps of the world, people just kind of jump over them. And so in looking at that box score, let's take a peek at this, Stephen. I love doing this. Uh, I'm going to look at some of these Oregon kids. 17. One kid had Duarte, one of their best players, had 23. Figueroa, good three-point shooter. He hit five for nine for three-point lane. He had 21. Will Richardson, who used to play with Davion Mitchell in Georgia, the Baylor star, had 19 in this game. They got six off the bench. They got a combined six off the bench. The starters, Stephen, the starters, let's do the math here, had 89 points. <laughs> they beat Iowa 95 to 80. Let's look at Iowa. All right, let's look at their starters. Garza finished with 36. Weisskamp, love the guy. Three from eight from three-point range. Love, love the player. Played through an ankle injury, 17 points. All right, good for him, Weisskamp. Um, off the bench, McCaffrey, the coach's son, came in, had 10. Let's look at the other starters, uh, um, Stephen. Frederick, um, another starter for, for Iowa, had zero points. McCaffrey, another one of the coach's sons, had zero points. Bohannon, another starter, had zero points. So the starters for Iowa had the two players combine to have uh, 53 points, all right? 36 plus 17 adds up to 53, I think. <clears throat> Stephen, um, the, the starters for, uh, for uh, Oregon, 89. I think 89 to 53 wins out in that one. Okay, Stephen, let's get excited about this, though. Early in this contest on CBS, the Sooners have taken a 16 to 12 lead over Gonzaga. I always wondered, Gonzaga hasn't played anybody good in a long, long time. They play in that West Coast Conference. Now, do I think they'll come back and win this game? You bet I do. I mean, I, 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 I know they will. But I'm just saying, and the, and the Sooners are, are missing that uh, Davion, Stephen, what's his last name? Davion, he's a good player. Harmon? Yes, you got it. You got it. Thank you. God, you're so good at that when I'm struggling. Davion, you've had a lot of practice at it. Davion Harmon is out uh, because of COVID protocols. I didn't sneak him back in, did they, Stephen? I, I want to make sure I didn't miss uh, that. I don't believe so, but, yeah, okay. I hope you took the over in this one. It's uh, Austin Reeves is headed to the line. He got an and one after uh, this TV timeout, so chance to make a 17-12. to 12. But OU's shooting the ball well early. They've already hit three threes, and – uh, yeah, I, I have faith in Gonzaga, too. I will say, though, you're right about uh, not playing super stiff competition. Of course, that's the conference they play in. Also, they're just not a team that really locks up defensively. And they haven't had to because they score so well. Um, but o Oklahoma can score. You know, they can shoot. They got some, some guards that can play. So this should be a fun one today. OU with an early 16-12 advantage. And, and Reeves head to the line for, uh, for an and one free throw after the break. All right. Um, 
Stephen, tell me when the show's over, by the way, because I'm watching this game. I'm not going to be able to, like, have any access to time or whatever. Stephen and I, uh, we boy, we love coming to you from Central Texas. Sometimes we even like doing it from different studios to kind of spread out during the pandemic, keep Stephen safe, wait till he has that vaccine. Stephen, are you on... Are you on pace to get your vaccine soon? You got a couple to get. Are you on a list somewhere? Or I bet your parents they've jumped in there and gotten their vaccines. Where are you in this process? Yeah, I need to start looking. Uh, I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but my whole family, my whole family's gotten it because of their jobs. So like everybody in my family is vaccinated except for me. <laughs> hey, I love your response. I got to start looking around. That's good, Stephen. <clears throat> Stephen will find it somewhere. Uh, it went, uh, it kind of went through our offices, and uh, but Stephen somehow it seems to be immune to all this. So Stephen, I would think taking all that uh, the multivitamin from Cooper Complete probably played some role in this. So an early lead for the Sooners over Gonzaga, and we'll keep you caught up on that. In other news, the Lady Bears go out yesterday and just hammer poor Jackson State. The Jackson State young ladies, I, I like their. Their grit, they kind of hung in there, kept firing the three. I liked them. Um, Bears were kind of wanting to hit 100 at the end. I'm going to hold my tongue on that one. Uh, I did not like how that game ended, and uh, and I'll just kind of leave it at that, uh, okay? I think you win a certain way, and and I didn't, I didn't like what I saw at the end of that game. And I'm going to leave it at that and not get too far into that because I love these, I love these players and I love this head coach. Okay, uh, Stephen, um, I will say that uh, Moon came out. I mean, whoa, Moon was unbelievable in that uh, in that first quarter. Love that they play quarters in the women's game. I, I just there's just something about it that I really enjoy. I, I just like the movement of it. I like what it does. I like the rest that it creates. I like the the flow that it creates. I like the quarters. And I wouldn't be opposed to the men going to that at some point, although they don't seem headed in that direction. They're going to stay with the 20-minute halves. But <clears throat> I, uh, I I hate all the timeouts. I hate all the TV timeouts with the with the men's game. But the women's game flows a little bit better because of the because of the uh, quarters. I, I Moon came out fire three threes in the first quarter. Moon can she can elevate, she can shoot, she can rebound. She can block shots. Steven, she had two block shots. She led the team in block shots. She's not even – she may be 5'4 or 5'5. Five five. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they list her at 5'6. She's awesome. She is so awesome. Egbo was strong out there, 10 points. Uh, Dijonet did her thing off the bench. There was good – there's really good activity coming off the bench. I loved – I loved some of the – some of the. Uh, uh, I like seeing Sarah Andrews. Late in that game, she did some nice things. I mean, they can just flat-out play. And uh, and Melissa had 18 in this game, so they did what they needed to do. Next game for the Lady Bears is going to be um, Virginia Tech Hokies, Lady Hokies. Uh, that is going to be – oh, Steven, by the way. Uh, okay, so that's going to be um, the on Tuesday. That's tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. That'll be on ESPN2, and then you'll hear that on uh, Shooter FM. Okay, 92.9 Shooter FM, that is where you'll hear the broadcast of that game. All right, we'll have that. So, Stephen, just to update folks, I, first of all, I just saw, I think, that was, I think that was Drew Timmy 
the kid from uh, Richardson Pierce High School that plays for Gonzaga at the line a minute ago, who has like an awesome Fu Manchu. Did you see that? I mean, that is, I, I, I just, when I was that age, when I was in college, I barely had to shave. I think I had to start shaving maybe my sophomore year of college. I mean, I'd get a little just kind of peach fuzz type thing growing. This kid, let's see if that's Timmy. Yeah, that yeah, is Timmy. Timmy. Mm-hmm. He's got, look at that thing, Stephen. Is that's a full Fu Manchu that he's rocking on his face? Is that not the greatest thing you've ever seen for a college player? It is. It looks My good. Goodness. Uh, yeah. So it's it's nineteen sixteen Oklahoma. Gonzaga has the ball. They're trying to cut into that lead. Uh, and you're right about Davion Harmon. He's ruled out. For, he's been ruled out for the first two games. So he'll be available next weekend if OU can uh, can advance. And Gonzaga just hit a contested three. So we're all tied up at nineteen with thirteen minutes left in the first half. I can't get over this Fu Manchu. That is a really good look that Timmy has. Everybody's hoping the Bears eventually face Gonzaga. Um, I would say this, Stephen. I don't think anybody can. I, I, what I love about what Oklahoma's do, doing in this game is they are blitzing the shooters. Baylor did a little bit of it yesterday, and and I'm trying to think who I saw also doing this last night. I, all the all the stuff kind of runs together. I love the I love it when some of these teams. Their defense, they'll they'll kind of blitz the, the 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 whoever has the ball with a trap, with a hard trap, and get it out of their hands, and it just it just freaks out the offense. Um, uh, the other thing that's happening in this tournament is that uh, t- once again, the worst thing you can do is give Jim Beheim an eleven seed. I mean, I I don't even know if Syracuse deserves to be in this tournament. The way they play, they don't play that well in the ACC. And then they get into the dadgum tournament, and, and they go crazy. And they they knocked out uh, with like 85-82, or was it 75-72? I think it was. 75 Over West Virginia. Yeah. And and I, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with this thing. And part of it is teams don't practice against a 2-3 zone. And so that zone freaks people out. They don't know how to pass around it. They don't know how to figure it out. And by the time they do figure it out, it's too late. And West Virginia kind of made it a game late. But, I mean, I, I hate this for the Big 12, Stephen, because I love Deuce McBride. Uh, I like Bridges for them off the bench. I mean, that's a good team. I like Matthews, that lefty. They're long. They're frenetic. they got a great pace. they got guys that can flat-out shoot it from deep. McBride's a great player. Deuce McBride is. Um, I, I like Culver. I like him down low. In West Virginia, gets bounced. And on, honestly, as much of a Hall of Famer as I think he is, that happens to to Huggins' teams. And so frustrated to see West Virginia bow out of that thing. All right, Stephen, we do have to get ready now for John Morris' show. I love, I love the Morris' show. I like that he has all these play-by-play guys on. It's like whoever Baylor's playing next. Baylor's playing Villanova. So John, as we speak, is lining up the Villanova radio crew to get them going. That'll be fun. I heard a Villanova game the other day, and whoever was doing radio on it, I was listening on uh, Sirius, and I loved it. I will say this. These Sooners are not scared of Villanova right now. Reeves is taking it to them. The scary thing for, for the Zags is what we were just talking about. They have not been pushed by anybody uh, in a long, long time. And these Sooners are not scared of them at all. 
Boy, that would be so great for the Big Twelve to take it to Gonzaga, and that would open up a uh, that would open up a way the Bears and the and the Sooners could get together. I don't think it'll happen, but uh, I love the way they're playing defense right now. Reeves is taking charges, taking it to the hole. Reeves is a flat out scorer, and when he's on, he he's kind of like the kid from Tech that they lost yesterday, McClung. When he's on, he is somewhat unstoppable. All right, it is uh, Mosley and Simcox. We have given you the best hour we can, and we will have to turn it over to John Morris now, who's always very capable. And uh, John heading back, and then of course he'll be it. He'll be in Indy. Uh, it's it's so so much fun to have John when he's in that bubble. All right, John Morris show next, followed by Stretch, followed by Game Time with Tom Barfield. That's all from us. Good night, everybody.